Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. The Angel Network is a voluntary organization run solely by the power of social media. It supports dozens of charities and provides a platform to help us help those in need by facilitating acts of kindness. Glenn Wellman is the founder of the Angel Network. The network um, and she, together with committee member Haley Glasser, are in studio now to tell me about what this organization does and how they go about doing it. Welcome, Glenn and Haley. Thanks, Cherise. Thank you. Glenn, tell me how you started the network and when. Okay, the network was started in November 2015, and it came about because of the need by so many who had so little. And so I started helping friends who were doing collections of toiletry packs, matric dance dresses, stationery, and I started to see that there was a need for help. And so I suggested to some of the volunteers who'd come to help me pack some of the things that we start a Facebook page to help where help is needed. At the time, we thought we might have a 500 or a 1,000 members, and we would just give help wherever we could. We had no clue it would grow the way it has, and that we would start helping with things like education, with housing, with different appeals from helping people get sleeping bags during winter, nappies for babies, laptops for university students, assisting students with fees when they are unable to pay university fees, um, Santa shoeboxes, Easter eggs, blankets, clothing. It's grown so vastly and, and so quickly. And we're almost trying to be everything for everyone, which is very difficult. So we're having to now say we're going to focus on education, on housing, food, and clothing. Um, um uh, you okay? So, Glenn, <laughs> um, you started with five hundred people. How many people do you have now? I think our membership base is close to twenty six thousand worldwide. Twenty six thousand worldwide, and um, the people not in South Africa are they South Africans? Generally, they are South Africans. So, ex South Africans wanting to give back. Yes, and they love to help, and of course, their money goes such a long yes, way. Yes, absolutely. We do only help children. It's often the vulnerable children. Okay. And people who are taking care of children. So it's like almost overwhelming in the sense that people want to help. We know that there are so many problems in this country and um, there are different organizations helping different people, but they all need help themselves. Correct. And it's rewarding to know that people want to, but sometimes don't know how to get involved. And maybe that is where kind of the social media aspect comes in. And I wonder if you can just explore that a little bit more. There's no doubt. I've actually been running a branch of the Jewish Women's Benevolent Society with my partner Lee Browse for many years. And we were finding that people were getting donor fatigue. They got tired mm -hmm. of having to go to another function and spend more money. And Facebook has been wonderful because it reaches an enormous amount of people. And you can appeal for something as small as a pair of school shoes for 60 rand or you can be looking to help somebody who's got 55,000 rand outstanding for university fees. And any little bit that anyone can do helps. And people like feeling they are making a difference by giving some, something to somebody that they can see. Those are the school shoes that I contributed to. Those are the jackets that forever Terry project. I know somebody will be warmer and safer tonight because I contributed to street sleepers for the homeless. So people can help where and when they want without feeling donor fatigued and without feeling 
that this ask is too big. I can't afford a ticket for 1,800 rand to a function, but I can buy three pairs of school shoes. And I think the other reassuring thing about organizations such as the Angel Network, and I know it's not a big issue in the Jewish community, but with other charity organizations, sometimes you feel you're giving a charity organization and that's going in to keep you know, somebody's computer and tea and coffee running. And it's the, the little bit that gets to the actual recipient is not as much as you would like. Exactly. Whereas something like this, you feel reassured that your money is going to where it needs to go. Cherise, every single cent that we receive goes to the beneficiaries. We don't give cash. We buy what they need or we pay for services. We will pay the money straight to the university. We'll pay for their transport or whatever's needed. But not one cent goes to running costs. We don't take salaries. We all pay our own petrol, the committee, our cell phones. It, it was something that I wanted from the beginning. I wanted full transparency mm. and I wanted every single donor and supporter to know that all their money went to exactly where they were giving it. And when you collect, when you put out things, are you asking for the specific goods like shoes or are you asking for money which you then buy the shoes? We give an option. For example, right now we're trying to collect 220 toiletry packs for a special needs school who is having a fun day in Limpopo. Each pack costs 150 rand and in the packs are toiletries like deodorant, sanitary wear, toothbrush, toothpaste, the chocolate, and they want a Rubik's Cube for these children. And we've given the option because some people just don't have the time or they stay too far away to be able to deliver it to the the different places that we have drop-offs so they can make a donation and then we go and buy and pack the goods. Otherwise, people like to pack them and deliver them themselves. It's incredible that the opportunity exists. You spoke a little bit about donor fatigue, and you also I went onto your website, and I saw the list of organizations that you help and the, the diversity of people. I started counting them, but I got very tired after about 25, 30. I just wondered how you become involved with such diverse organizations and, and what pulls at strings and what doesn't. Well, what has happened over the past year or two, Lotto has withdrawn their funding to so many places that relied heavily on that funding. And so the need for places like the Angel Network have become so much greater. They turn to places where we can then assist them, where there's a shortfall from Lotto, we can then help them to collect goods or to collect donations. In terms of choosing, the first thing we always look at is if if they're looking after children. Okay, so children are your priority. Children are our priority. When we began, obviously we were just learning and we tried to help medical appeals as well as everything else and it became overwhelming. There were so many that we then partnered with a Facebook page called Angel Avril and they handle all medical appeals. Okay. We had to draw the line. Um, But yes, we we help children and in terms of the, the charities that we help, they always come to us. We never go looking okay. because we have been burnt. There have been a couple of times that we've gone and offered our services to people on the street, wanting to rehabilitate them, wanting to help them, wanting to get them shelter. And they take what we give, but right. they're right back on the street. Unless they want our help, we don't go and offer it. They need to come to us. So w- with regard to some of our smaller charities here, and I, and I recognize the names. I mean, they, they are, I mean, our community is amazing in the tremendous work that it does. I do need to interrupt you. Yes. Sorry, our community is phenomenal. And although we've got 26 plus thousand members, I would say maybe four and a half thousand are active and probably 85 percent are Jewish. So that's an interesting statistic. Um, a lot of members, a lot of people who are just there, you need Everybody to contribute, although they may be contributing to other charities. 
They may. They may. We've actually put out appeals when we're absolutely desperate to help more people than we are currently helping. And we have even suggested people do every single one of our members does a 10 rand debit order monthly, which would change everything. But we maybe reach 4,000 people. So you want to grow your, your database and you want to grow your database in terms of people being more actively involved. Because it's one thing to have 25,000 followers. But it's just a number unless they're involved. But unless Correct. they're involved. Correct. And in terms of um, pulling heartstrings, what are things that people are really committed to? Sadly, it's the very sad stories that draw people. Mm. Um, we've recently had a, a situation. We help a, a man, Moses, who suffered with polio when he was a child. Mm. And he's been making these beautiful fabric animals that we try to sell for him. Oh, I have actually seen that on the corner of uh, with a grant. Grant in Africa. I don't know if he stands there. I know he was standing in the Randburg area at one stage. Okay. I'm not sure if he moves around. But we hardly got any orders. And then very tragically, his little boy died three weeks ago. He was two years old and he ingested rat poison. (gasps) And within a matter of days, we collected 10,000 rand for Moses' family to be able to bury his son with dignity. And the orders have flown in for his animals. And you know what? Often it's the people, if you possibly have had that help before, maybe things, I mean, I don't want to play with people's lives, but what if... Sorry, I'm not understanding. What if he'd had that money before and his son was at or child was at school? Well, and, exactly. Well, and, exactly. And it's almost like, you know, if you can help people that already have the potential, right. then you need to… Well, that's what we're trying to do. We want to give a hand up so that people become self-sustainable so that they aren't in a position to be relying on places like the Angel Network. So um, we have to take our next advert break. I'm talking to Glenn Wallman. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Glenn Wellman, who is the uh, founder of the Angel Network. Glenn, um, Facebook, it has changed its settings, and that affects you how? It's It's affected us enormously because whereas in the past we would put a post up and thousands of people would see the post. Today, unless you're the first 25 people to view a post on a group, you don't get to see the post. Hmm. And so we had to start a page and we've now had to boost posts to make sure that people see it at a cost. So it's a money-making. It's obviously Facebook is a business, but it's now costing us as a charity to get to more people, whereas before it was so easy to just put a post up and then sit back and watch the magic happen. So what is the solution? Well, the solution is to, we are going to have a meeting with Facebook to see if there's anything we can do as as a a charity. charity. Correct. Yeah. Um, A lot of days are coming up that that are special to us as South Africans. And I know you've got a lot of programs that you'd like to let people know about. With Youth Day, we are collecting as a Youth Day tomorrow. Yes. But we're collecting this for later in the year, but it obviously does... um, Pertain to youth. It's the fun day in Limpopo where we're trying to collect the 220 packs of toiletries for the kids. How did you get to Limpopo? They found us. They found you. I think one of and our do you members. you go down? We haven't been down. They've come to collect. We haven't okay. been. One of our members put somebody in touch who's one of the organizers for the fun day, and we've been doing it annually. This is our third year. Uh, just before you go on to tell me more about, because I know you want to speak about Mandela Day, but when you do, to what extent do you personally, as the angels, 
go and deliver and become involved and and what effect does that have on you we try as much as possible to get involved to go and see the places to get to know it. and the minute we've gone there they get under our skin they become part of us and that that's when we really get involved once we've met the people once we've seen who we're helping what we're doing what a difference we're making so we do try as far as possible but sometimes it's in areas that we either don't feel safe or it's too far to get to but we do try wherever possible. Just going back to Youth Day, another thing that we're doing with youth, which isn't specifically for a day, but we are currently sponsoring a an extra maths and science clinic at Mapetla High School in Soweto because they have a clinic for grade eight and nines and they have for matrics, but they had no sponsorship, so they couldn't do for grades 10 and 11. Mm, so what happens, it's really badly exactly, needed. Exactly, and yes. the kids would come into grade 10 really prepared in maths and science, flounder for the next two years, and then suddenly in a trick they leave. So we are now sponsoring, and we're desperately trying to find people to sponsor. We're paying each teacher. There's seven teachers on the weekend. Each teacher earns 200 rand. It's a stipend. It's just for their transport costs. So it's costing us 1,400 rand a week, which we're trying to sponsor. And then, yes, Mandela Day, we're doing a big drive for street sleepers, which are sleeping bags for the homeless. Right. And we encourage people to spend 67 minutes in Mandela's memory, talking to them, interacting, making them feel less forgotten, less ignored, making them feel that they actually are recognized, that people do notice them. And we've managed to sell over 400 street sleepers so far. Oh, it is incredible. Do yeah. you know how many people are sleeping on the streets? Blenna? I don't have the stats for that. I no. don't. It's, it's just like I many. was thinking last night as I crawled into my warm bed. What a freezing cold night it would be to sleep on the streets. Exactly. And they have no alternate, possibly. Nothing. And no one to turn to. Nobody to turn to. I think that's the hardest thing, where there's nobody. At least we all know in our community there's somebody mm. who knows somebody. We can talk to someone. And and to feel that desperate that there is nobody who can hear you, who can help, who can listen, that's very hard. Mm. And was there, so that, that's your Mandela Day? That's Mandela Day. So, um, Glenn, what would you, would you like to give out details of um, the Angel Fund? How many people are working? How many volunteers Our do you have? Our committee is, at the moment, we're eight people. And you vo- all volunteers? All volunteers. So how do you find the time? Well, four of us either work part-time or don't work. Okay. And four of them do work full day, but then we have meetings in the evening and they do things when they can on, on weekends. It's it's a volunteer is a volunteer. You know, they do what they can when they can. Mm. We make the time. This is a 24-hour – it is. It's not a job, but it's a it's a calling. It's, it's a, a purpose. Calling. It's and a passion, maybe. It's a passion. And we are available at all hours. We have to be. It never stops. Hmm. What are the details that you'd like to give out? So to reach us, they can uh, contact me on 083-777-1621. They can visit our website, which is www.theangelnetwork.co.za. Or they can log on to our Facebook page, which is The Angel Network, Helping Where Help is Needed. Wow, it's incredible. I, I commend you for the incredible work that you do and the lives that you touch. And I'd like to thank you for coming in and sharing. And I wish you strength. Thank you, Sharice. Thanks for inviting us and good Shabbos to everyone. It's an absolute pleasure.